He doesn't need much time, or many words, to make friends with almost everyone he meets. From contempt I have turned, now I'm just trying to learn. Burning sky is now overcast. I can choose to be better and less. Leave the hurt behind, tearing the threads of the tethers. Leave the hurt behind, we can choose to be better. Greetings, fellow human. Welcome. You're listening to this podcast right now. You're probably wondering, why am I listening to this particular one of the myriads of audio and visual content that's out there right now that I could be consuming? And I'll tell you why. And then I will tell you that I can't tell you why. Because this is kind of like a super duper esoteric podcast here that you you can't possibly comprehend why you're listening to this right now only a few are chosen and your pineal gland is glaring at your soul and is wondering what 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 is is this really happening is this hat and the answer is yes and no so we'll get to the yes and we'll ignore the no for now because i don't have time for the no i can't do no i don't know maybe it's because i was born under Aquarius star sign or some sort of weird cycles where the doctor pulled too hard on my right arm and now I have a brachial plexus injury that has since imbalanced the hemispheres in my brain because I've only used the left side of my body. I don't know what it is, but you know what it could probably be is whatever I say it is. And if I say it emphatically and authoritatively enough, it will become that way because our consciousness is molded by the actions and thoughts and beliefs that we manifest into this dimension through our will. I was reading a book that was saying the will is the only real thing, and I kind of understand what they're saying here, but uh, it really is whatever you want it, like whatever works for you now. I don't know what you believe. Is it some sort of scientific materialism? atheism where you think it's all just logically laid out by people from 50 years ago or do you believe in some sort of uh sky wizard that magically makes this all happen and your brain is just a kind of like a by like who cares about that also i don't i'm not laughing at that i'm saying i'm not laughing at any of these perspectives they're just as commonsensical as what i'm relaying here which is the idea that you generate reality so yeah we got all these weird political perspectives i have explored them on this podcast even and you might think oh more left more right no it doesn't that's not the point here the point is some sort of mutual understanding of reality that there's multiple perspectives every brain nervous system has its own perspective and so you have to kind of understand where that brain 
kind of, and you know beyond it their soul like how they came to be to begin with has to be taken into account on all levels so then we can kind of I don't know, stop fighting wars and uh, less bullying, I guess. And of course, to become a better version of yourself so that you are, you know, aligned to more positivity and constructive behavior as opposed to destructive behavior, even though I'm not gonna judge any of that. I'm not gonna, like, hey, you want an eco terrorist, an uh, industrial oil plant or whatever fine i'm not the entrepreneur there i mean certainly if you're in the oil anyway you probably should be transitioning out but i can't say the word should because i don't know you maybe got family to feed anyway this is our mystic podcast welcome thank you for joining me it's about spirituality it's not supposed to be negative even though i said a bunch of negative things there you might think wow this podcast is not for me i don't like it. it's bad vibes I'm getting bad vibes from it and totally understand click off you know tune in to whatever fantasy realm you want to go to that's fine that i can't blame you for that but listen here listen i'm telling you i am doing my best to 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 cater towards your needs right now i just want the best for you i don't really mind about my needs right now uh because i'm gonna get into my needs I'm going to explain, like, that's what the podcast is for. So I, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's self and other and yourself is more important than myself right now, except it's not exactly what I experience. I'm just saying that's true. So uh, grasp that popsicle stick. Um, and I trust it's uh, organic. Huh? You don't want too much glyphosate in you. Don't want too much of that. So recently... I've been exploring spiritual concepts and being sort of, you know, I, I guess I call it scientific. I want to say, oh, I'm being a mystic about it. But being a mystic would mean you just, you know, are it, I guess. You just, you're, I don't know. It seems more like mysticism is like you have visions and dreams and intuition and guidance through a higher principle. And then being scientific is like, okay, I'm trying to figure out... You know, it's less of a knowing. Science is great because it's more like, I don't freaking know. And you never know. And you, even in your conclusion, you're like, okay, this is what we conclude. We don't know. We still don't know. Have you read scientific papers? It's so amazing. It's always like, yeah, we conclude that we don't really know. We just found more information. So there you go. And it's great. Now, uh, when you read mystical books, complete freaking opposite thing. It's just like, oh, we know. Uh, we know there's you have this capability and you do it or you don't and it's really um, powerful to read a lot of the times but it can be kind of I want to say uh, confusing because you don't experience it in your reality as of yet and that's what they say it's like well that's the whole point is they, they go into it and they're like, well, the reason you don't experience it in your reality is because you aren't experiencing it in your reality. <laughs> you you are the one that is supposed to uh, facilitate this. And it's not the case with science. Science is more like it's facilitating itself right now. Um, just uh, hang back and observe. Certainly you can do that in mysticism as well. It's, it's super interesting. So... I've been doing, of course, both. And I have been 
uh, amazed at the results of this particular uh, viewpoint where it's not so much like you're uh, being... It's very material. Let's just put it that way. It's super material. It's very westernized. It's very um, logic-oriented, rationally-oriented, and not even really that. I don't know. I'm just trying to explain it better. It's... So anyway, this is like new thought stuff, and it's super interesting to me, and I've, uh, I've been getting some results. friends you will notice that the tone of my voice is slightly lower and i'm whispering because it's 11 p.m and i just came home from work and i don't want to wake up my neighbors with my loud obnoxious uh voice because i had the insight that now it's time to crank this thing out finally I uh, recorded the intro like a week ago. I'm supposed to have a podcast out, and I haven't been doing it because I've been neglecting it and focusing on my Twitch streaming, which has given me so much joy and connections with people that are super positive and know your, the endeavor of attempting to be a clown and make a living out of being a visual clown, which is the live streaming. Unless you do the tarot or astrology, in which case, you're kind of making a living, you know, telling people a thing, which is great. And there's a lot of good tarot readers out there that really have some great storytelling that just put you in a positive mood. It's perfect. And I want to do that as well. If you go to twitch.tv slash rockazulu, that's where you find me. Now this podcast... Seems to, you know, it has a few listeners here and there, more when I get the guests on. Haven't been able to find any guests. I, get, I talk with many people, and they just seems like no one really likes to talk about. At least not to me, but I don't think it's a specific thing to me. I don't really know. Can't know, but... I could just like assume the collective has a desire to be by themselves and with the friends they know. I mean, isn't it that? So this sacred space will remain sacred. This now is just going to be a thing for me. I'm not really going to put too much thought into it, which is probably a good thing, actually. It's probably going to be better as a result of that. I've been kind of racking my brain about oh my podcast gotta edit this here and like this idea and talk about no this podcast now is entirely for all and more importantly myself which that's not more important than the all what the hell am i talking about it's actually um a podcast for everybody it's a podcast for everybody <laughs> K- 
can you can you believe that, Jaren? Yeah, I, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can believe that. I think um, everything we do is for everybody. Now, a lot of people wouldn't agree with that um, because there's selfish people out there. And then, yeah, I get yeah. What, whatever you say about that, sure. I like I get what you're talking about. But those selfish, negative people you can totally use as a reflection point to your own potential. See how your energy vibes through them. Can you not shame them? You know, can you not um, make fun of them or ridicule them? I guess so. I'm not saying you don't have to do that. I was just listening to one of Cashlin Rap's uh, glorious songs on... Um, damn. It was one of his new albums, and he just had this riff. And I'm not going to tell you who he's making fun of. You'll have to listen to his music. And I was crying laughing. Even though, because I knew this is never a thing I will ever say. Because I know how offensive it is. But listening to him express it, I can hear his anger. And I can hear the reality of that situation in the context of our politics. And it, uh, you know, it's needed. Will it be needed forever? God, I hope not. I hope we won't have to ever bully each other into some sort of expanded conscious uh, uh, perspective. Um, but that's up to us, I guess. A lot of people like that. They like they like picking fight. You know, that's their energy is just to snipe people. And uh, I guess when you get into the more that you get into spirituality, the more you realize the energy is somewhere within some sort of um, mutual comedy or something. I don't know. It's some sort of like mutual self-awareness, something like that. And it's. Uh, really sincere and it it makes anyway i was driving my car now i uh i drive my car a lot i drove in my car 17 hours in sedona and also in new mexico and back again i have a lot of fun in my car and i've been without a car for a year or two just to see what it was like to ride a bike instead and I've come to the conclusion, well, I, I think you gotta go with the car. And uh, when I was living a life without a job, I felt as though, oh, that's forced labor. I'll never have to do that. Thank God I won't have to do that. Um, the negativity of the world sort of ate itself in there's a better word um close the walls closed in and i would scream in the car i th i i hear a lot of uh, like people doing this where like i don't know i've seen a lot of memes on the internet people just screaming in their car because that that's when they can do that <laughs> there's no other time that's the when you're enclosed within a space and you're able to uh fully express your emotions or I guess somewhere out in the wilderness, but even then it's a little risky because you never know who's gonna gonna hear you. So I would do that. I would like scream really loudly, like, "Why am I here? What is it? My purpose?" 
This is, I don't want to live in a society with capital and um, uh, objects and material yeah, things. So, funny thing, I finished my work this evening, talked with a friend about certain aspects, about, you know, what's preferable in a job, and... I went a little too, I gave too much energy when I could have, you know, hung up the phone a little quicker so then I had time for myself to balance myself. I trust your grasp in all this, but it didn't matter anyway because I knew, okay, well, I'll, I'll be able to shift to that in the future or whatever. Like, it, it doesn't matter. And that's what my thought was, like, oh, snap. Like, even though I knew... What I did wasn't an ex a perfectly positive thing. It still had like this undercurrent of something. I don't know what it was. Probably positivity. Probably. And so when I was driving home, I guess I, I was still feeling good about the day, even though I messed up at the end of it. And since I was still feeling good, many thoughts came about through reflection of myself. You know how there's like ascended masters and stuff? Yeah, I got a little, eh, there's um, things here that will explain further. And I found myself not screaming this time. I found myself laughing like a madman, laughing jovially. Alan Watts used to say um, laughing yoga, that's a thing. Just laughing, fake laughing, is a way to actually feel good. Just, you know, anything can make you feel good. So, why not laugh? And, uh, what a shift. What a shift. Does it mean I'm in the perfect la-la land of magical fairy dust? Not quite. There still seems to be probably, like, a, a, some huge obstacles up ahead of time i think that's what it is i think that's the huge i want to call it it probably is obstacles i think even though time we think is as one thing i think it could probably be multiple things and when you put a lot of energy into something you expect something to you expect an output of it and you don't get that output right away you can become cynical and so I guess the process of spirituality is to not have that happen. Otherwise, it all becomes in vain. Before the winter break, I... Um, actually, this was during... <laughs> well, I had like two winter breaks. So I had to work in between the winter break... And they got me going at the morning, and it was a really drastic shift for me because I'm an evening custodian. And I guess on most of the days, I didn't go in at 7 a.m. because I felt like, I don't know, I'm not gonna, like, they didn't care. Or, like, come, you know, you could do your work whenever. No one was there, no one was at the school. But this time I went on time, 7 a.m., and I was still tired. It was super tired, um, but I knew I could just like 
I don't know, meditate there. And so I did that. I went to a room, like closed the door, um, and I meditated, and I fell asleep. But, you know, that's not the right word, because I was in an in-between state of meditation and sleep, where I realized I was tunneling into a visionary state of being. It's probably similar to ayahuasca or DMT, but since I haven't taken those particular substances, I can't really know for sure. It's just that I saw visions in front of me, so it's similar to what people say. And uh, an extreme, like, transportation of my body was about to take place, but there was an entity holding me down. A, a I think a kind one that was making sure I was grounded into what was going to be more bearable for me to handle and I heard jazz music and it was like some sort of party was going on and then there it was like a dark rip like a strand that's what I saw I forgot there was a strand like it was running through the building I think who knows but maybe it was like a general like a, a negative ley line that was just through the school because of all the whatever pent-up terrible emotions that came across in that environment and I saw it like open up and kind of like come towards me like almost envelop me and that's when I got too afraid and woke up from that particular vision and I was like oh snap I probably could have like stayed there longer because what, what, what like you know, well, I probably would have been fine, whatever happened with the darkness. I don't think I would have died or anything. It was just my brain spreading chemicals around as far as my health is concerned. As far as what that thing was, well, I, I just have that assumption. And that was the first visionary experience that occurred. I guess I get the sense, like... I'm doing good by being there, just by not being a burden to anyone I'm talking, not like being negative in any way, and being constructive, and I'll tell you what, some interesting, there are a lot of interesting synchronicities about me working at this place, I suppose, but eh, it's too vague to explain now. Anyway, then, let's see, I had another experience, some sort of dimensional jumping of sorts. Whoa, it was wild. It was a wild roller coaster ride, some mystic journey that I haven't experienced in a long time. And I guess it's probably, uh, actually, no, I know, I don't want to say what why but it's happened a few days ago so I guess uh, yes yes it was in the middle of the work week and so I, I woke up at 6 a.m. because sometimes my cat meows randomly at 6 a.m. now at this time they asked me to come in at 12 so I, and there was no point into waking up at 6 a.m. so uh, my cat wakes me up He's currently trying to chew an ethernet cable. I keep telling my cat, that's probably not a good idea. Like, you know, that's not good for the ethernet cable. It's probably not good for you. 
but cats don't pick up on human vocal cues. So my cat meowed to me incessantly and uh, uh, for whatever reason I, I just kind of felt like that was a sign to wake up and I felt like I needed to wake up, like I had the energy to wake Usually when you wake up at 6 a.m. you're like, I feel terrible and so I'm just gonna sleep longer. So I feel a little better. Uh, but sometimes it's not, it doesn't work that way. Sometimes you really have to wake up at a weird time, like 3 a.m. or 6 a.m. or whatever to, who knows what, like do some exercise, do some work. Might be like get a snack though. Uh, thinking probably like a drink is more realistic. They say eating food is not good for dreaming. I woke up, I go to the sauna, which is just down the road from me, which is really nice, really nice. And then, uh, you know, sweat, exercise, come back. I'm super tired. I meditate. And I put on some Tibetan healing chant. Perhaps I can play that right now as I describe the experience. Because during the course of this whole experience, that this was just in the on the undercurrent. I could kind of hear it sometimes, especially when I woke up and, and transitioning back into the waking world. But I meditate for a rather long time and realize I wasn't getting anywhere. I was feeling the same basically. I was just me sitting down thinking. So I was too tired to meditate. It's the thing that can happen. I slunk down in my bed and just slept. And as I did so, I was transported into a wild dream where I have no idea how to explain it. And in fact, many of the things within a dream I probably don't need to explain. Because uh, they're super personal, so it would only be a thing for me to, like, that, there's no reason to express it. However, um, part of the dream, might as well talk about because it's super, super interesting. Because it, it didn't feel like a dream, it felt, it was like, a, again, an astral experience. There was people, entities around me. Uh, let's see here. Some entity, it was like a blue could at one finally understand me this was interesting it was like this blue entity was talking with the other cosmic beings or something someone maybe the other humans who knows and this was a strange part because it i know like i saw this entity you know battle some other entity like a bull or something trying to protect me and it this energy then I like re I thought it was me at some point super interesting it was, now this was like a light I could see this light and it, it divided itself many times and was being cut up and having to integrate energy and then having to strive for unity but knowing all the paradoxes and obstacles within and had to, you know, shoot laser beams at smaller energies to, to keep them at bay. And 
it was it was kind of like a sad situation to see because it was struggling and that's what it looked like it was just like this thing is struggling it's not having fun though what it is doing from a certain point of view it probably could be seen as fun all right uh, I won't, yeah I won't even talk about that and then yeah, that, now this part I probably could talk about, it's just really weird, uh, it's super weird, because I've talked about my, uh, my interesting fetish before, and I'm totally open with any, any time that topic gets brought up, but this was the fetish in reverse, okay, that's all I'll say, because that, that's not, my sexual preference isn't in that way, and yet I felt pleasure from it. So that was super strange to me. It's like, um, I don't know, let me just make an example here so I'm not too abstract for people, first-time listeners. It's like, let's say you had a, a fetish for, I don't know, male or female, and then all of a sudden... Uh, you, you have a, you know, you have no sexual attraction to, um, uh, let's say, uh, slime girls. You know, rule 34 slime girls. You go on the internet and you type in slime girls. You see a bunch of slime girls and 2D slime girls. And you wonder... Wow, who would be into this? It's just a drawing of like a, a female and she's she's made of slime. And it's weird and stupid. Like, come on, it's not even real. And then you have a you have a dream where you you're just pleasuring yourself to slime girls. How is that possible? Well. Well, friend Consciousness is a funny thing because anything can happen within one's consciousness, of course. Be it good turns to bad, bad turns to good. It's because a certain um, uh, experience, environment happens that evolves the person doing that thing. That I heard clapping. And people were like showing me something with clapping, like grounding me in what's to come, almost like Zen masters in a way, without saying a single word. And this uh, was interesting because there was some entity that said, it is perfect. This blank needs a hero. Because I didn't hear the word, so I said blank. And I just intuited, I felt that they were possibly indicating the planet Earth. And then my reality shifted and was contorted. I didn't know if I was able to ground myself, everything was happening. All There was all colors and shapes and things talking to me. And, and then they turned into form and out of form. I had the DMT tunneling experience before this all happened. Like, 
I easily could have exited out of the experience at any time I wanted to, but I chose to stay with the endeavor. It can happen. You have a choice, you know. Now, when you smoke DMT or whatever, you obviously don't at that point, but when you have these dreamlike experiences, you... If you're too afraid, you wake up. So you're given a choice. And uh, I, since I know, like, of course, before it, every time before it happens, I'm afraid. Most of the times. Actually, I think a few times I wasn't. But every time I'm, like, a little bit, like, anxious, like, well, what's going to happen on the other side? But, of course, this time I was like, all right, let's go through. And I went through and all of this occurred. I woke up from... Uh, my room <laughs> So then I woke up. I was like, oh wow, this is a weird dream That was such a weird dream astral whatever visions. I saw a QR code at the corner of my Door and I grabbed it and I went to the lockers and there was a ton of free Wendy's gift cards and th Then I stole them and I at this point I realized um, how pointless that was and how I shouldn't have stolen them and the duality of good versus wrong and at, at this point I figured out it wasn't a dream I was still I, di I didn't wake up from the dream I was still in the dream because in the distance I saw a massive ET ship and I'm like oh shoot <laughs> I'm still dreaming it suddenly came very close to me I felt, you know, dazed. It just like crawled right up in my my space, my comfy zone. And just like that, I felt like I was at square one in my life. Level one. I was on the floor. I was looking at concrete. There was a yellow X over my hand. I felt like I was back in a mental hospital, trapped in metal. Like, I made no progress at all. There was no progress made, and it felt terrible. And then I woke up. Felt like I screwed up, and then I woke up. And I heard the words, You were the only one. That made me feel good. That made me feel like, oh, that was purposeful journey I just took there. And it wasn't in vain. And then I look back at the previous 20 years of my life. Maybe, you know, 10 years of my life, I suppose. 10, 15. My whole life, let's just say. It was, you know, had a ton of downs. ton of wasted time, quote unquote. ton of times I went to... I don't know, I remember I was so wild, wired up. I went to Sedona and then I drove home and I realized I'd just go back home to where my mom was and live in the same situation that I've been in my entire life and I wasn't gonna change it. And so I drove back to Sedona like I was going to, I don't know, be beamed up in a spaceship or something and try to find weed so I could experienced that and they wouldn't give it to me because I needed a rec card or something. Anywho. Uh, this time um, 
I've, I realized, oh no, all of that, even me heading back and doing it, it just seemed like a mistake. Just all those mistakes were not in vain. They were purposeful in some way, some sort of exploration. And I, it's gotta, if it's true for me, it's gotta be true for everyone. It's gotta be true for all individuals everywhere that their life is just as deeply purposeful. And it's probably because we're connected with all kinds of cosmic beings because we each have different personalities and uniqueness and can, you know, some are engineers, some are social, some are creative, some are uh, logical, uh, some are more physical, some are more mental, some are more emotional, all these things. We have different talents, different traits, different attributes. And that's what makes humanity so perfect, so magnanimous. Every individual, even the ones you don't even want, the xenophobes, have the potential to be a lotus flower. Look up Daryl Davis, my God, already. Now, because uh, sometimes uh, uh, shaming probably is a very slow way of doing things is what we're finding out. Though, hey, <laughs> like I'm not gonna shame someone for shaming someone, right, right, right. Like, if, if you want to shame someone, go ahead. Like, shame shame away. Shame to your heart's content. Because if you get, like, you know, that, that's why you, one would do spirituality. Because if someone were to desire to shame you, you, you wouldn't care. You'd be like, well, that, that person probably needs that right now. Um, thank God this is still recording. Because I was not on the recorder. Yeah, that's been my experiences. That's all I wanted to talk about. I don't know. I, usually these podcasts are about an hour, so fill the time with razzle dazzle, I suppose. Um, the, the live streaming experience has really opened me up. Um, I decided to. I'm sure this was in the previous podcast, but the idea of like just take. This is what I've been doing, because I didn't want to go all the way. Of course, you no one want, you don't want to go all the way with this. But um, having an allowance in your budget to give to people, my uh, friend talked to about him many times. Been on this podcast, friend of the show, Cody K, the psychocosmologist, was the first person to donate to my endeavor. And since then, he's been giving me donations every so often. Just whenever he feels like this is now the time. And it's been quite frequent. And I have never been giving, I haven't been doing that enough. I think I gave Absurd Minds, the dark electronica musicians, like a hundred bucks. And then I donated to other people here and there, but not very often. Now I have a budget. Every week I give at least five or five to ten dollars to right now content creators. Anyone who's creating content, 
mostly Twitch streamers. Just because they've helped me out by just being a viewer, I say, okay, there's five bucks for you. Five bucks for you. And I suppose like a business person would be like, nah, that's probably not a good tactic. You know, like you need to be spending that on whatever advertising or um, you know, giving it to people that will provide you a service. But I like this idea of unconditional service, like unconditional giving of money um, to people. This like idea of a gift economy, obviously. I mean, just the idea of like what the Polynesians used to do separated by many islands. They would travel to the other islands, just give the other tribes gifts without even knowing if they would ever come back and be able to have the reciprocation of those gifts. It's pretty amazing. They would give freely because they knew there was some sort of subtle underlying current of positivity that would manifest later in the years, centuries of their, their collective. So I've been doing that and it's really been uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I haven't found, like, a payoff, but I guess sensationally it feels, like, w when you see the reactions to the people, um, it pays off then. And I guess it, it kind of shows myself that um, I'm not attached to money. Like, I can give money, money comes to me freely and stuff like that. Anyway, that's my previous podcast. I'm not going to talk about that right now. All that material stuff interesting cool but the cooler part is how really positive and supportive this community is most of the time i don't know i haven't like whatever negativity is there is, is, is there wherever anyone is i guess i'm only focusing on the positive and that's probably why i see it as such um and in that, like, I, I, I see a way to uh, grow and collaborate and not have to work custodian job for the foreseeable future. I'll have a way to maybe make an independent living. Seems wild because never did I think I'd be able to do that. Oh, I guess I posted a pretty cool message to one of the discord groups I wonder if i can pull that up real quick so i can just repeat it obviously i could just repeat it now um but i'm lazy <laughs> i think i whatever i said it's probably well thought out and since only they will see it uh i might as well you know tell you oh it was in the spiral in some discord called the spiral it's <laughs> Very uh, interesting uh, Discord that really doesn't like one person a lot, and um, you know for for good reasons. But uh, probably they'll have to find themselves letting that go in a certain time. Here we go. Is in the life purpose perfect? I stated, yeah, this is what. I've started livestream gaming and after only three months of time it has become far more engaging than every, every other endeavor I have done. My animations, video games, writings, and podcasts have never given me a sense of 
success. But live streaming has already sparked a glimmer. I mean, I didn't really take much time to write this and make it all magical, but at least it gets the point across. It isn't better than any other activity or more objectively lucrative, but I have always assumed it was impossible to follow this passion or wasn't spiritual to do so. Now I see my error as I am exploring this endeavor without judgment from anyone. It has made me realize the potential in anything. I realize it is fit for my personality and it is really meant for me to pursue this deeper. All the while I still work a traditional job in the meantime so I don't become guilty about having too much fun and can pay the rent. And then an emoji of the person smiling with a sweat coming down their forehead. Though I strongly desire and believe I can make a living from this within five years time. Still believe it. And then I have Kakashi Sensei giving a thumbs up from Naruto. And then I posted elsewhere a similar idea. Where was it? Right. I read the book, The Alchemist. And what was interesting about this book, holy fuck, that was a good book. And it was a fictional book. Usually I don't read fictional books because I think, oh, you don't get any information out of it. And then I remembered this opinion some person was on a podcast. I don't even remember their name. And they said, oh, you know, fictional books can make you a better writer, though. And so there's still, there was that where you can get out of it. But I realized <gasps> you can get way more out of a fictional book, just like any fiction television show or something. You get into some kind of energy out of it. And so I don't, I don't know why I forwent fictional books for such a long time I don't remember even reading any of them unless I was in elementary school like Nate the Great that was it and the Red Wall which I couldn't even read because it was so boring this was different this was let's see where what so they're books so I read the book The Alchemist and I got so much out of this book some live streamer suggested reading it and it's a super popular book and also one of my it's it's like destiny like a streamer uh suggested it and one of my good friends from the my fitness gym just really said like recommended the book saying it was an incredible book and hell yeah it was one of the quotes is it's what you have always wanted to accomplish everyone when they are young knows what their personal legend is the book is about a, a, a person that discovers their true purpose in life i won't say any more about the spoilers than that and when i heard this quote everyone when they are young knows what their personal legend is i i, I just walked to a mirror I, I was alone at work i think or alone enough where I just walked to a mirror and cried my eyes out so I wrote it's only recently I decided to play video games by live streaming and talking about spiritual stuff because I always assumed it was impossible to follow or just not spiritual or something now I'm reading many other things that are helping me 
find my true pursuit in life. Uh, someone said uh, sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step of your life. Uh, yeah. Of course, I don't know. That wasn't a reply to me. And so anyway, it's still relevant. Whatever. You can post any positive spiritual thing. It'll be relevant to whatever you're doing. Uh, yeah. That, that, uh, when, when, I, when I was young, I uh, just played a bunch of video games and only would want to talk about video games. And then I realized how meaningless life was. And I went into spirituality and learned how meaningful it is. It can be. And it was only recently since I, you know, around when I talked with Andy Wang on that podcast, the Enlightenment Specialist, we would just talk like he would shamelessly play video games and talk about spirituality at the same time. And that to me seems weird, but what I, what, but that, that, that's why it was cool and why I could have been doing it sooner. Um, but I guess everything aligns in perfect timing through the cosmic principles where I find myself doing that now. I say, oh, finally, I'm playing video games and talking about whatever I want with whomever I want. I can get as deep as I want. A really cool person comes in, Archangel Muriel, who lives in a faraway land and is training with a master and always comes in and we can just deep dive immediately. Whereas other streamers might, you know, they have the spirituality tag, but they don't often go into it. And so it's, to me, just a freaking magical thing that I can do this and feel like maybe for a living? I don't believe I can do it for a living like right away. I, 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 there's something in me that's, I said five years because I, I feel like, well, isn't that the amount of time I should be a custodian because who else is gonna like no one else, I don't want any other person to come in and do that terrible work there's got to be someone that has to do it and so I, I don't know it feels karmically balancing or something of course that's a job that like anyone could do so I, I don't know why the staff doesn't share it but our system doesn't work that way and there's no AI that's helping us with that. But the concurrent moment, when maybe that's in the marketplace, it could be. But uh, certainly, the way we structure society could be totally different. Our responsibilities with all the jobs that no one wants to do could be shared among everybody. I would say that. And then every other job could be automated or not even needed how much time how much leisure would we have how much pleasure how much time to create art and um, have fun and party how much more time would we have a lot more but we're not quite there yet so anyway i won't uh, say any more about it because stuff it's a, it's a long way to wait and, uh, keep that as a crystal prism in your mind. You, you gotta break it open and uh, get down to the hard, uh, concrete truth of 
our current existence, which usually requires a lot of labor unless you have some kind of passive income going for you. So it was interesting because this is something I, 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 I believed I would fly before I would be a live streamer. I believed I would be an enlightened master living in some sort of temple of glory before just doing the obvious thing I could do that was it's still it's, it's, a, it's a thing that's unbelievable for st many people still and, and so I thought it just makes so much sense oh right I could just do the thing that's more realistically unbelievable than the thing that's just unrealistically unbelievable. Do the thing that's realistically unbelievable. And then uh, things open up for there and you start laughing in the car instead of crying. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, of course that's not, it's not as simple as that, obviously. I have a lot, of, I, wrote, I wrote a book called uh, Immunity from All Disease. It's too bad no one's read that book yet. Uh, it's too bad. <laughs> Seen people every day. They're like, oh, I'm a little sick today. Woke up with a headache today. Oh, today I just have a cold. No energy today. And I don't know how to get people. Like, no one's gonna believe. No, this, this sucks about the book. It's like no one is gonna believe it. Uh, but that book is the best, like the most useful book I've ever written. Uh, this is the most useful thing I've ever put out in content form. It, it is so useful. It's it, it's, li it's liquid gold, um, and it's one dollar and ninety nine cents. Uh, and I really need to just make it free, or I either need to make it free or I need to make it like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> screw it put a lock on that because it already has a barrier anyway um uh, but of course it's a, it's not a, even as simple even even cracking that book open it's not going to be simple it never is is it until it is isn't it it's it's uh never perfect until it is and then when it is, it never is until it is. Like most things, everything has multiple points of view and multiple ways of being. So I say a thing to you. I say, hey, this works for me. And, and that's all I can know. When we get into um, the idea of someone's personal reality, personal experience, I don't know what that is for you. I only know what it is for me. So everything I suggest and say, I go through the... Um, mostly it's what other people have said that works the most. And that's these spiritual con concepts. The idea that you look at your beliefs and you change them. What tool you want to use to do that? I don't know. Whatever. So what do you do in life now? What is your problem? 
then you just act in that direction. Uh, you say, I don't know in which way to act. It's unclear. It's uh, hazy. Then it's a coin flip. I don't, I don't want to do a coin flip. Then you don't do a coin flip. Oh, but that's scary. It's unknown. I know, yes. How, how do you think it becomes known? You go into it. You say, oh, well, I wish I went to the other thing. No, you didn't wish that. At the time, the variables were different. Now that you have more information, the variables have changed. So you make a better action. That's all it is. <laughs> over and over again. And it seems to get better and better every time, I suppose, experience. And to help with that whole process of actions and the multitude of perspectives to integrate, you meditate. It's great. You meditate. And you sense your body and you sense the, all the energy around you. And you don't focus on thoughts. Thoughts come. If, an, if you need an idea, oh, it'll be there. If you don't need an idea, it's not there. You don't need it. If you need to write something down, you will take that action. And if you don't, you don't. Because, you know, if you can't trust your memory to come at a specific time. So, uh, uh, that pretty much concludes the podcast now. This is great. The podcast is more sacred now because I've... It's not going to, you know, I'm not going to release these every every week like i said i was i'm gonna focus on the twitch but they will be released i mean i will do my best to release them every week but more realistically it's probably gonna be like every month or something because i'm more i can't keep reaching out to people and having them reject me because it feels like i'm wasting time here uh -huh, but even even though that's true i'm i'm still gonna do that i'm just you know i'm just lessening it because it's, it's not true that I'm wasting time. I still see my options. Podcasts will be eternal. It's been so useful, so amazing to talk with everyone. Um, I've talked to on this podcast because they've shifted me. Every single conversation shifts me more towards some sort of integration point with the, the collective. It might be small, but damn, it's useful. It's always useful. So I always want to get more people on... But, every, but people these days, very busy. They can't uh, clearly go on a podcast with, you know, less exposure than what they're already doing in their personal life. So it makes sense to me. And like my state of being isn't wrecked as a result. I, I see the reality there. And I say, ah, oh, yeah, that, oh, that makes sense. I don't have to feel bad about that. And thusly, I you you can do this. I put my energy where I get engagement. I get people coming to my streams, talking with me, talking about the video game, talking about whatever they I'm talking about. Um, looking at my TikTok videos and my YouTube videos, and give me just a like. It's been way more enjoyable than my video games. Got a few reviews, few positive reviews. Which is great. I'm super grateful for everyone who's played even a little bit of my video games. 
and uh, it was giving me a review, taking the time out to give me a review. That was all incredible that anyone would do any of that. But now I see, ah, I get way more from this thing. This twist that the personal legend is playing itself out. Had one podcast, I don't know. It's the perfect uh, artwork, cover art, and a super mystic or something. And that that's what I want to... I don't know, maybe I'll make a similar cover art for this podcast. Because it certainly feels like that's the next step. Is just... You're, you're doing the spiritual thing, of course. But you're, you're injecting that into your work every day now. It's, it's, it's a daily grind. It doesn't feel much like a grind. It's in a daily endeavor that... Uh, is actually pinpointed it's focused i finally clicked i have a uh life purpose it's that it's streaming it's talking with people it's interacting there's nothing i could do. i was playing music video games that's all fun it's just for my particular whatever the stars aligning from my birth chart to this very day i can't i can't I don't want to do any of that because it's too hard to, to, to do any of that stuff and it's not fun enough and it's not lucrative enough. And then this thing, it has it all. It has spiritual material. Anyway, for, yeah, so this is very personal. I trust you get something out of what I'm saying though. I trust you take this and you look at your life and you say, ah, I could, uh, I could tweak my endeavor a little bit here and there. That's what, uh, that's, I, I suppose that's what the podcast is for. So, thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. Stick around. Follow me on Twitch TV slash Rockazulu. Uh, I'm using that name more because I guess I had it as my Twitch TV, and so everyone calls me that, and you can't change it. So then I put that as my Twitter and everything as well, and I'll just go by that name. This is fine. Rockazulu, it works. People like it. People seem to like that a lot more than Jaren, which is just a common human name. It's my real name, but whatever. What is a name? It's just a vocal cord throughout the ethers. Maybe one day we won't even need names. We'll just uh, share in the love of creation. But until that day, uh, just, you know... Use words wisely. And also, you don't have to do that either. Uh, you'll just face the consequences if you don't. So, uh, I strongly suggest to uh, keep all this in mind. Keep expanding your perspective. Please, for the love of God. For the love of all that ever is and will be consider that you could still improve upon a thing there definitely probably is an aspect of your life i don't know if it's health probably health whether it's uh, political whatever spiritual some sort of perspective 
try to grasp the other tail end of that perspective, go all the way with it and see, is it more preferable to do so or less preferable, having gone all the way? All right, uh, 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 keep within you that uh, the light, light stuff, and I'll see you when I see you.